I say we just we could start it out like a conversation, like, hey, how was your guys' day? You know, uh, awful, awful, awful idea. Horrid, horrid. So like we could just we could just start it like, hey, how was your day? Like that. Like now we're started. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or do we, hey. we start. Like, I mean, this could be part of it. You know, right a little bit now, of banter. Like like this, the the last thirty seconds of banter, like could be. But it's like the first step. They'll be so confused. They'll be like, whose voice is who? There's so many voices. Yeah. I don't know names. Like, they won't know my name is Aaron. They won't know mine's Trevor, but... I mean, my, mine's Gabe, and, and now <laughs> they know that. <laughs> so we're done. That's it. Hey, some people listening to this might remember. Maybe. Probably not. But me and Trevor, we used to have another podcast. And this podcast is kind of like that one, except... There's a third man. It's it's me. I, I'm the third man. Uh, yeah, we, we wanted to bring views from the loft back, but uh, Gabe unfortunately uh, had majority um, voting power due to the stocks that he owned in the company, and he was basically just like, "I'm not gonna let you bring it back unless I become a host." The very hostile takeover. Guys, that was that was a reference to Vincent Kennedy McMahon of the World Wrestling Entertainment incorporated well, whatever their legal name is we're just gonna talk about movies and stuff mm-hmm. back on that old grind the hustle and grind all right well first we should talk about uh the big news mm. the only news that matters avatar <laughs> 5 news <laughs> which I guess, I guess you know we we weren't we didn't have this like when avatar 2 came out so avatar 2 good movie I think. Very. I had a good time. Yeah. Great. I loved it. And I think it's safe to say that we're all like heavily on the uh, the James Cameron train. 100%. Um, we're He's James Cameron night. supporters. We're, game, we're James Cameron stands. We recognize talent. We recognize genius. Uh, we recognize when a true artist, you know, on the scene making true art and that's what avatar 3 is going to be because there's going to be ash people and they're bad (laughs) 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 there's going to be a new race of like imagine this guys another like tribe of navi and they have another culture but these guys are bad they live on in volcanoes yeah, I think well, it's I, I can't imagine they live in the volcano. No, they live in the volcano. <laughs> they live. In, did he say that? Can you quote Mr. Cameron as uh, direct? I mean, I, I can, I can quote it. Yeah, like James just, Cameron I, said that. I feel like I can say that. I don't in and around that. I don't know that that's true, but I can know. say it is in the yeah, immediate be... vicinity of a volcano. Yeah, because it's more—they're more the ash people, right? Not the vol- That's how he just. Yeah, they're not—they're not like the lava people. They're the ash people. That's the yeah. other culture that he alluded to. <laughs> Deeper in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's the second bit of news is that he said we're gonna see not one but two new uh, Navi clans. It has to be—it has to be ice or desert. I feel like, like it's got to be ice at this point. We're getting sand people, or we're getting ice people. Because like we, the ash people, I mean that's probably just going to be desert people, but it's ash. 
So I feel like I feel like he'd have to go with ice people, and then it's a fire and ice. Uh, James, you genius. <laughs> yeah, because they're like opposites. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> you're blowing my fucking mind here. No, I saw. I, I was looking at this article, and he said that. Um, he said in the early films, talking about the only two films there are, I guess, there are very negative human examples and very positive Navi examples. In Avatar 3, we will do the opposite. So, like, we already knew that the Ash people were going to be bad, but that implies to me that there's going to be good humans. Yeah, that's an interesting. Like... Yeah. I, I guess, like, I guess Jake. I mean, Jake Sully's not really a human anymore, but... No, no, no. There were good humans in the... That's not really true, because there were good humans in the first... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Avatar. It's like, I mean, who else... I mean, what else... Can you, how can else can you do good humans? Like, how are they gonna get well, to Pandora? Like, I can't imagine hippies yeah, can, like, afford the commute. Like... He's James Cameron. He'll, he'll figure it out, and it'll be amazing the best thing we've ever seen he, he also said that that uh the last parts of the series will be will be the best and that the first few they're an introduction and that he's simply setting the table before it's time to serve the meal <laughs> you know I'm, I'm ready for james cameron to serve <laughs> and i'm ready to eat i'm ready to chow down i mean i do like the avatar movies quite a lot and i like seeing his little world building things and I like that he wants to flesh out the different cultures and everything. I do feel kind of weird about I think you were talking about it when we watched it, but how Jake and family essentially do just <laughs> leave the <laughs> the forest behind. <laughs> yeah, they just I they just kinda left the forest people to like die i <laughs> I don't even consider that to be that big of a spoiler because i mean it just it has to happen for the sake of the movie like you know it's about the water people how you think they get there he leaves <laughs> 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 they're gone that's that's exactly how he gets uh the yeah, water. are they just not gonna like come are they just never gonna be in another avatar movie the forest people i mean because i don't know how they're gonna get to the ash people like is it gonna happen again is no, Jake... it's not. Oh, no, it's not because uh, in this article he says that when they meet the Ash people, they find. He said, I, "I'm paraphrasing here," but he's like, "When they meet the Ash people, they find that they're not as opening uh, to the way of water as the Soli family was." So, like, they're still, like, they're just water tribe now, right? I guess. I mean, like, I think that was just like James Cameron. I, I guess maybe, like, his obsession with the ocean has, like, grown since <laughs> the first Avatar. His love of water. Yeah, so he needed to, like, find a way to get to the water. <laughs> and that was, yeah, just by having the main character abandon um, the people who taught him the ways in the in the first movie to die. I mean, the movie doesn't frame it like that. The movie frames it like he's saving them. But, like, they're still going to just come and wipe them yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, if you read there. into it, like... <laughs> i don't know i mean they got a lot of re like maybe in the first film that would have made sense but i mean they got a lot of resources now like they can do more than just look for jake sully like they can they can have a lot going on they can they cannot just do one thing at a time 
Yeah, this isn't a podcast about Avatar 2. Yeah, I, we're, we're talking about Avatar 2 now. We, we'd be a little late on that one, but... <laughs> we're probably... We're, honestly, we're probably a little late on Megan, but... Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but we're not late on play. <laughs> That's right, Trevor. I mean, I, I don't know. Do you guys want to get into Megan? Or, or you know, did you guys see any uh, crazy news this week that you just have to talk about? That sounded like I didn't want you to bring it up, but, like, if you have it... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, they, I mean, they are doing a sequel. I I didn't realize that before we watched it, but that was confirmed. Oh, to Megan? Yeah, Megan okay. 2.0. Is that <laughs> officially what it's? Yeah, that is the title, Megan uh, 2.0. I think the release date was 2025. Charming. I have to wait a whole okay. two years to see Megan. Well, yeah, I kind of thought it would get a sequel because it's like doing really well and. It's Blumhouse. <laughs> but it's been a while. It, like, what was the last horror movie that just got, like, an unnecessary amount of sequels? Was it, like, uh, The Conjuring? Is it The Conjuring Universe? I Is mean, I, I think it's, yeah, it's more that they did the universe thing. Because there's actually only, like, three Conjuring movies. But then they've got, like, the fucking La Llorona and the fucking Annabelle. They got, like, three Annabelle movies just by itself, so. We're getting the nun too. I know. I, yeah, I, was, I am forgetting the nun. Is there a nun too, or did you say nun too? Uh, no, nun too, well. as in sequel to the nun. There isn't. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's coming out this year. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. The people were clamoring for it. <laughs> Here it is. A lot of nun fans. Megan, though. <laughs> Megan? How about that, Megan? Megan. How about that Megan guy? Megan be Megan. That's all I'm saying, you know. How about that Mithrigan? Mithrigan. What are they going to do now if they get to the third Megan movie and they can't stylize it like that? That'll be a little confusing, won't it? If there's three Megan movies and someone's like, I want to watch one of the Megan movies. And they see the first one has a big three in there. No, it's fine. It'll just be Mithrigan 3. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta think outside the box. You, come on, Aaron. You, yeah. you gotta, you gotta think it, like bro. Blumhouse always staying outside the box. <laughs> That's what they're known for. Always constantly inventing. Innovating. You got me on that one. Okay, well, let's talk about Megan. Um, the description of Megan from Letterboxd reads, A brilliant toy company roboticist uses artificial intelligence to develop Mithrigan. A lifelike doll programmed to emotionally bond with her newly orphaned niece. But when the doll's programming works too well, she becomes overprotective of her new friend with terrifying results. That's a pretty sad summary to me. I'll, I'll I mean, not. yeah, that's, that's the movie. That is, that is the movie. Yeah, what, what did you guys, I mean, thoughts on Megan? Really, I, I, I'm here to talk about playing. <laughs> I mean, we can just skip Megan and go straight to plane. No, no, we should talk. We should talk about Megan. No, no. Uh, Megan was a lot of fun. Uh, really had a good time with it. Uh, like, honest to goodness, my only complaint is uh, that it wasn't rated R. Uh, it was just a, a little tame uh, in areas. I wish it wasn't. It just would have been more fun more entertaining otherwise but uh yeah i mean it was it was good i liked it a lot we'd uh, if it had been r-rated we wouldn't have 
had the uh, theater selling experience we had. Oh God, <laughs> I actually, I'd honestly kind of forgotten. <laughs> A throng of screaming children uh, sat behind us the entire time. Yeah, they were they were kind, they were kind of awful, but you know they were terrible. It's kind of you know it's Blumhouse's Blumhouse's I don't know fuck you house. Uh, I mean, that is their target demographic, like we talked about. I mean, that's... That's why it's PG-13. They gotta get those they gotta get those kids in there. Those kids with very, very alienated, unfeeling parents. <laughs> <laughs> because they clearly have to have that if they... Are that fucking malformed and misshapen. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> There were so many of them, too. There was, like, a whole row of them. It was literally, like, ten kids, bro. It was so I know. many. Apparently, the one behind Andrew was kicking his seat the entire time. Like, that, I, I probably would have snapped. I feel like I was close to snapping, like, already, but I didn't. Because, like, what, I, I don't know. What, like, what happens if you turn around and tell a bunch of, like, I don't know, like, 15-year-old girls to shut up? <laughs> like, what? They, they giggle. Yeah, they giggle, and then you sit back down and feel like a dumbass, and then they keep doing it. They do. If they're, like, young enough, like, if they're middle schoolers, like, you're destroyed. Your soul <laughs> is, like, ripped in half, like. I mean, I think, I think, I think, like, high schoolers could do it to us at this point. Like, just Oh, I'm sure, younger. but I just think middle schoolers are particularly nasty. Just hate middle schoolers. <laughs> I will always hate middle schoolers. If I have children, when they become middle schoolers... Wow. Not my kids anymore. That's How many feet are you? You're not allowed like 400 feet within the middle school anyway. So that's that's probably well, nice. you know, um, that's come on, you're outing him that, again, that, bro. That, that's 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 only in <laughs> that's twice, only in, bro. Come on, that's only in parts of Canada, and Holland. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you either yell at a bunch of like middle schoolers or you like go get some employee making like eight dollars an hour, and you're like, hey, can you tell all these people to shut up? <laughs> They don't want to do that, so. Can you fight my battles for me? <laughs> we we took their constant chattering and laughing and whispering and giggling and the great debate about who got to sit next to Kyle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if his name is Kyle. I, 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 remember, I, I hope it was. I hope it was. I just remember hearing multiple girls like arguing about who got to sit next to who. It was so annoying. <laughs> Kyle, if you're listening to this right now, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you, Gabe. I, I think I wish this was rated R. Um, I think it might have made it like a lot better. Uh, spoilers, by the way, but like I feel like a lot of the kills are just kind of like, you know, they just kind of end before you see anything like cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when the kid's ear got ripped off, like, I want to see his whole ear come off and, like, blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when the lady was, like, getting sprayed with the chemicals, like, I want to see her face melting into a puddle. Mm -hmm. like... <laughs> the chemical one was especially lame, I think. Yeah, I don't want to just see, like, a lame, like, pool of blood on the concrete. Like, I want to see, like, her face. Or, like, I, I want to see something. Because at least exactly. with the yeah. with the with the ear scene, they did try to like play it up seemingly yeah, the, with the writing because they, they, they make stretch his, it out. Yeah, they make the lobes literally stretch out. Like, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, a lot of it was. 
high cholesterol. So a great thing about editing these podcasts is that I can just kind of butt in whenever I want and add in whatever I want, and Trevor and Gabe can't stop me. So that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Uh, something that I don't really think I made clear when I was talking about this is like one of the reasons why the kills didn't really work for me is because like the people dying were all like bad people, right? Like it was a little kid who was like physically assaulting uh, the little girl. Um, you know, the neighbor was just like an asshole neighbor and the dog was like biting the little girl's uh, arm. So in like all these instances, you know, Megan is kind of like enacting, you know, revenge on, on this little girl. Now, obviously, I'm not saying like you deserve to die uh, because, you know, you're a shitty neighbor or whatever but in terms of like a slasher movie you know this isn't something where i'm like oh no megan's killing a little boy i'm like oh megan's killing that asshole who was like beating up this little girl that's that's pretty sick um and you know like from an entertainment perspective that can still be like entertaining but if megan is meant to be like the antagonist of the movie and we're meant to like fear Megan because it is like a horror movie you know it, that doesn't it doesn't really work for me and I feel like it's kind of a trope that happens a lot in horror movies where it's like the only people who are really dying or being killed are just like assholes you know uh, yeah Megan is coming after the little girl and her uh, uh aunt at the end of the film but like I you know I never really thought that those two characters were ever going to come in harm's way so you know there wasn't really much tension uh, around around that but you know I just I don't know. I feel like it's a way it, by having Megan only kill like, you know, shitty characters. It, it, I think it removes maybe like an emotional attachment to the f movie. It kind of takes takes away some some of the tension. Uh, again, it can still be fun and entertaining to watch these people get their comeuppance or, or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I'm not on like the edge of my seat being like, oh, no, is Megan gonna get this person? Like, I really hope Megan doesn't because I like this character. You, you know what I mean? I, I hope that makes sense. I think Megan, uh, as a character, for me, was a lot more compelling than it had any right to be. Uh, I'm not saying that to act like it's the next fucking Michael Myers or anything like that, but, you know. I thought the design kind of worked. It's a little bit of it, I, I, but I like things that are kind of over the top, and... You know, kind of goofy at the same time, so maybe I'm a bit biased in that. But I thought they really helped nail kind of you got an uncanny valley kind of feeling, but it's also like not so much so that like you just can't even give a shit about it. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, the uncanny valley like played into it. Like she was. You know, she looked a little off, which that one scene where the uh, the teacher or whatever at whatever uh, alternative school she was going to. <laughs> the fucking uh, anti-vaxxer fucking like <laughs> homeopathic medicine school yeah, that she went I don't, know to. What, I don't know what those kids were learning. I don't know what class period they were in, but they basically just said like, go off in the woods and pick up some walnuts or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I love that teacher just seeing Megan and being like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, okay. One thing that I want to uh, talk about is like, do you think a toy company would like? Do you think they would be allowed to make this? Like, I, I'm not saying this as a criticism of the movie, like Cinema Sins. Ding! A toy company would never. But I'm just like asking. Like, um, 
like the, I, f- I feel like the government would like stop them and then like take it and give it to like the military or something <laughs> um i think i think a more reasonable scenario would be that they'd probably try to like get the technology they'd probably like i don't know I don't know what the term would be for this, but they'd probably, like, file to just kind of take the tech from the company. I don't think they'd actively tell them, you can't sell these. But they definitely wouldn't let them hold on to it. Like, I, I feel like they'd want a piece of that for their own. Yeah. Oh, it's that reminds me. There was that little, uh, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't even really call it a sign. Like, it didn't become anything, but wasn't it implied that that one guy was, like, leaking the company yeah yeah and that was weird i I mean i guess the implication is that he was the reason they had a cheaper furby or whatever maybe i don't i don't know it was like less of a starting something and more of like wrapping something up but like i thought that was going to start something like i thought it was going to be like a corporate espionage side plot in megan and like honestly i i i'm there for it you know that sounds kind of fun like well, it really only comes up again when he's like threatening, when she's like threatening the guy. Yeah, that's the only other time that it um, happened, and that was it, right? Like, yeah. Uh yeah, I think so. Unless we some. Maybe that'll be in the second one. Like, whoever sent the emails to, they they try to make their own mega, and then it happens again. Oh, uh, it probably will be. The bootleg but also, Megan. Megan was kind of in the Alexa at the end, wasn't she? Oh, right. Yeah, thing. they did that whole. I kind of imagine that's where it would go. Is it just going to be a continuation of the story with uh, uh, Gemma? Gemma and uh, Katie, was that her name? I think Katie, yeah. Yeah. Um, I imagine that's where they'll go. Is it just Megan is still there? Uh, I don't know, trying to exact revenge or something. I uh, Speaking of Gemma and Katie, uh, Gemma, awful, like, unfit. Should have sent her to the grandparents in Florida. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. 100%. Um, but, yeah, like, she didn't really seem like she wanted her, but then she was also, it's like she was keeping her out of spite, almost, because... Yeah, which is, like, even, even worse, <laughs> It just makes her an even bigger piece of garbage. The social workers are like, the grandparents will take her. And she's like, why? Did they say something? Did they say I wasn't well, ready for it? Uh, yeah, I showed them. I mean, yeah, they did say that. But I don't think that was like the main motivation. I mean, I think it was. No, I mean, it wasn't. But like, I don't know. Gemma did not seem prepared or like she wanted a kid either. Like, I. They said the grandparents were a little weird. I don't know to to Gemma. That that was Gemma's opinion. She was. I, I, what did she say? Like with that, because she like qualified it with something. She was like, oh, "They're they're kind of weird." Like I don't know. She said something like specifically. I, I don't think. remember. I just remember she said they live in Florida and they're weird. <laughs> well, like, I mean, that's all I needed they're... to hear. I mean, they live in Florida, like. I mean that—that that is. I mean enough. that. Yeah, that is true. Jim is kind of a hero. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I like. I don't know. I like the character of Jimma was like a little annoying, I guess. But 
I liked it. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. She was like annoying girl boss, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I thought the, you know, like I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna shit on a little kid's acting skills here, but, uh, I don't I thought in some of the, like, in some scenes, I feel like the, Katie's dialogue, I'm like, that, that's not how kids talk. Like, I don't think it was so much the actress, it was, you know, like, the written dialogue, and then it was just, like, her delivering it just sounded weird, because it's like, that's not how kids talk. I can't think of anything, I can't think of, like, a specific example. I just remember in the beginning, there were some lines that she had, and I'm like, okay. But, when she got mad and kicked the back of the chair, that was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I was like, that, yeah, that's how little kids behave. <laughs> they kick and they scream. And they play with your collector items. Yeah, they open up your, uh, what, what did, what it was, was it? giant Bakugan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we never got to see what was inside of it, did we? No, they never opened it up. They just rolled it around like a ball. Yeah. It's also a really weird scene to me because I always get annoyed in films where they like enforce like a very like I don't know how to phrase this either, but like like a very direct and simplistic expectation of how some events are gonna play out. Like there's a lot of ways that could have been taken and handled, but instead it's like no Jim has gotta be like a fucking like neat freak who's just like I, these, are, these are my collector's items do not touch them and then she's got to open them and get frustrated and and they got to have the thing where the psychologist is like shitting on them because they're toys or whatever like that could have just as equally have been like a positive kind of scene and it could have showed her as like a better care checker and i know that's the point is that she's a shitty one but it's just kind of like i get annoyed by annoying things and I think there's just better ways to, I don't know, to show characterization and to progress your story than to just be annoying. It's like kind of my issue with like miscommunication as like a plot device. It's like, I get it, that kind of thing happens, but it's just, it just pisses me off. I don't like seeing it, you know? I don't know. And that wasn't a significant thing because that scene's kind of trivial, but... They kind of do things like that throughout the movie because instead of, like, having the most realistic responses to certain events, uh, you know, it's just things to keep the plot kind of going to hit the beats they want to hit. Because, like, I mean, yeah, I know to us, to the audience, it's like, oh my god, a toy coming to life, it's a doll, it's crazy, whatever. These guys know what they've made. Like, there shouldn't have been, like, any, like, hesitation when, like, they're talking about, well, maybe it's acting up a little bit. Like, you created life there, you know? <laughs> and I I know they said they have a throwaway line about how, like, they're, like, a, like, a re it's, like, a really big selection of, like, pre-generated, uh, the quotes and phrases or whatever you have, right? Like, it's not real, it's, like, pulling... It's an algorithm pulling from, like, a really large no, database. No, it is real, isn't it? Like but, well, they, that's the thing. They also then say that she thinks on her own and she can, like, process things that are... Which is literally what it is at that point. There's she's no like difference there. She's, she's smart. She's connected to the internet. Yeah, she, like, learns from the internet. Right. 
Which also she'd probably be like a horrible racist, but right. um, <laughs> maybe that's in the R-rated cut of <laughs> Megan. She's well, that's she's curious. Like, she's chasing a boy down on all fours, and then also, <laughs> also just like talking about how like Hitler was right or something. Android Hitler Zionism. She's like He's... quoting, yeah, quoting Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean it's just that's what that's what kind of frustrates me is because like effectively in the movie they say she's not exactly what she is. And then they like they they in the same scene they will tell you she's not this thing and then they'll say <laughs> some different words that effectively mean she is that thing they just said she isn't, right? And it just, it reeks to me of like, I don't know, some, some, yeah, somebody in the writing room just didn't really fully grasp the concepts they were working with here. Cause it's like, oh yeah, well it's, you know, there's a machine that can think on its own, you know, it can process ideas on its own. It's a fully self-learning independent machine. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a toy though. And it's like, it's like the only difference is that, well, if you use the word doll at the end of that sentence, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> you have to say yeah. AI or something at the end of it for that to be, to make sense. Like, you've got to say, we've made it conscious for it to be conscious, which is, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That was my issue with the Child's Play reboot they did a little bit ago as well. Because they say all that shit. Though in that movie, they advertise it on the commercials for the toy. It's like open knowledge that it's like that. That it's like a self-thinking AI. And then they've got Aubrey Plaza, whoever it was in that movie, going, Ah, it's just a toy, though. It don't matter if it, you know, could compose a fucking (laughs) orchestra. Yeah, I mean, at least they didn't do that, right? No, it wasn't as bad as that. Gemma made it, so they couldn't really really pull that. But, yeah, I don't know. It, It almost would make sense to me more if, like, there was stuff in this movie to show that they're in the, like, future. (laughs) <laughs> like i don't everyone's driving like future you know what like everyone has like a smart house and everyone's driving like ai self-driving cars or mm. whatever then be like okay i feel like they're it's more it would just make sense kind of i don't know yeah i get what you're saying but i guess it is supposed to be like her somehow i mean like being the next fucking like darwin but for automation which is not really something they played around with very much they like like kind of played around with that when she first revealed megan like they had her boss saying something about like oh this is unbelievable like this is miraculous or whatever like isn't it isn't it like he kept saying that like like she's literally like and they yeah they had that line about like him touting it as the greatest invention since the automobile or something like that but Mm-hmm. It really wasn't something they delved into more, and I get that it's it's a slasher movie. You know, have time. You know, maybe you should have time for things like that when you're not even going to give us uh, satisfying kills for the most part. <laughs> maybe maybe you could stand to a, uh, I don't know, be a little more thoughtful. I don't know. Nope. 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 No time for that. Look at what Megan. About... She sing Titanium. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say. What about when? What about when she danced and sang? <laughs> the dancing's kind of weird. 
It was, like, the dancing was... I liked it, though. I did like the way it looked. It's just weird, because in the trailer, there's no context. And in the movie, there's also no, no context. There's just no the dancing, way. just for no reason. <laughs> Feels like dancing. <laughs> That's because she's a thinking, feeling being, and she wants to dance. That would she be kind of funny if every stuff. kill she danced. She did a different dance towards them. But in the... How did, oh yeah, in the wood she just runs on like all fours, right? I guess because yeah, she's got to be faster. Is that what her... That's what I thought in the moment. I was like, is it because she's like processing information and she's like, this is the most effective <laughs> process? <laughs> most effective way to run? Like, yeah, I have to get in this position and run like this. Like, I, I'm faster yeah. like that. Yeah. That was her, uh, I don't know, that was her AI t brain t tapping into, like, animal instinct or something. <laughs> but it was fun. It, it was fun. I mean, I, I don't know. I know that's kind of a cop-out sometimes, <laughs> but I, I did enjoy my time with it for whatever reason. Uh, no, it was a fun time. I was going to say, and you know what? What I'm saying, you could apply this to the next movie we're going to talk about, like, even more so, but... <laughs> Just for a different type of movie. Like, this does feel like one of those things where it's like, we made an AI watch 500 uh, Blumhouse horror movies, and <laughs> this is what this is the script it wrote. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I feel like I could, uh, I, I could have said all the beats that were going to happen in Megan, like, before. You know what I mean? Like, nothing. There was nothing, like, surprising about Megan. I went in expecting, you know, a kind of a fun dumb slasher and that's what it was <laughs> yeah i get what that i get what you're saying i watched a movie here recently that i would say a very similar thing about but that's not what episode's plane? about well yes plane but <laughs> also uh listen boots <laughs> i don't want to get crucified for my hot take of giving Puss in Boots an 8 out of 10, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say, you still gave it a high score. Though. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's a hot take if you give it, like, a 5 and say it was written by an AI, but... Well, it's not that. It's, yeah, because it's not it's not as drastic as the Blumhouse thing, but, you know, it it is... It's kind of like, you know, hey, you know, it's a Puss in Boots movie. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway. I'm sorry, I did want to get that out. I had to, I, I, I've I, been thinking about that all day. I've just been like, I gotta say something about Blizzard Boots. I can't not. I have to contribute to the dialogue. <laughs> this, this <laughs> the Puss in Boots discourse. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of it going on right now. But it's like, I, I told you, I told you this before we uh, started recording, though. I, I was, you know, it's, it's kind of just, to me, it reeks of uh, the whole... Like what you said for like anime sometimes, like mm -hmm. a lot of anime is just people that don't watch anything other than anime being amazed that an anime did a thing. <laughs> it's like that. It's like oh my god, a DreamWorks children's movie that isn't irreparably unrepentantly awful. Like you know, <laughs> like like oh yeah, it looks good and has a narrative structure. <laughs> well. Cause I did, I'm just saying, I watched Trolls the other day. I was about, <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that. That was a, that was a nightmare. <laughs> I'd rather watch Plane. 
600 more times <laughs> than watch like five minutes of trolls again for as long as I live. Uh, anyway, I don't, I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do, do either of you guys have anything else to say about Megan? Uh, not about Megan, but uh, I did want to mention this just a fun little tidbit I saw the other day. Because uh, Trevor mentioned anime, uh, and you'll enjoy this, Aaron. Uh, <clears throat> Jordan Peele talked about like I, I don't know if you'd seen like people talk about the alien in Nope uh, looking like an angel from uh, Evangelion. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Jordan Peele basically just said, uh, "Yeah, no, that's kind of what we went for." And, uh, and I, I think he kind of like alluded to, I don't know, wanting there to be like some sort of. It feels weird to say canon, but like, you know, universal like connection to Evangelion. Uh, it, it, like it's it's really interesting, just the idea of I, I just that just that that's a thing that happened. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, maybe Jordan Peele will direct, uh, an Evangelion movie one day. Uh, <laughs> we can only hope. That's the next hot new, uh, cinematic universe. Yeah, that would be, that would, that would be something. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it. Um, I would. Okay, well, what do you, how do you feel about that? I, 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 I... <laughs> I actively refuse to watch. Oh, I mean, I can't. That's okay. Well, uh, I, I was just trying to get a bit. <laughs> I, I'd watch it. I, I just I thought that'd be a funny nope. thing to say. You're not gonna watch it now. Sure is not allowed. Fuck. Trevor is not allowed. I have overstepped man. my bounds. This man is not allowed to watch Jordan Pills even Galleon movie. Um, <laughs> just like my restraining order and. Well, and- it's. It's time for the big reveal to each other about what we're going to give this movie, I guess, if, we're, oh, if right, we don't yeah. have anything else to say. Yeah, that's um, the structure. That's the good old tried and tested structure. Plus one. <laughs> yeah, we get, <laughs> one, we get a new opinion now. Gabe, since you, you said, what's your what's your final score? Oh. What's your overall thoughts and score on me? Oh, don't ask me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard, Gabe. It's a tough go. It's, it's tough really to be the first one. Megan's a hard one. I gotta be honest. Uh, 7.5. Final answer. Ooh. Yeah, I do point fives. Um, All right, we'll let you keep that, I guess. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I feel I feel bigoted if I, somehow if I kept you from it. We don't. I want you to know I don't approve of your lifestyle choices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, I think I, I think I'd give Megan like a, like a six out of ten. Wow. Like, like it's a yeah. That's what I would consider Megan. A, like that's what a six out of ten is to me. You know, fun, watchable. I don't, I don't know when I don't know the next time I'm gonna be like I need to watch Megan again and I I don't know if I'm gonna be telling people you know you need to go see Megan but <laughs> yeah it, for what it was it, it was it was good and it was entertaining uh there wasn't anything like awful about it Trevor 
Seven out of ten. Right. And it's closer to a six than a seven. All right, we got it. <laughs> we got it. We it's closer it. to a six than a seven. So you'd say it's like a six point five, maybe? No. Did you mean to say? Because you're giving it a seven. Did you mean to say closer to a oh, yeah. <laughs> closer to a six oh, than yeah, an that. eight? <laughs> I guess I meant to say closer to six than. It's listen, to listen. A, it's closer to six than it is a seven, but I'm giving it. A <laughs> <laughs> listen, all right. Sometimes I get <laughs> words mixed up. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know how to speak very good. Sometimes I forget what numbers are. I do. Well, sometimes I call letters words and words letters, so believe me, you know, it could be worse. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, plane. <laughs> we saw we saw a second movie after like after Megan because of Gabe. Um, yeah. He he used those uh he used that majority voting power in the stockholders uh in the stocks that he held to to, to make us watch plane. Um <laughs> I was looking at the Wikipedia page for Plane, and um, like no one has who has seen this movie has like gotten on and added a plot. <laughs> so like the plot is like the plot is like just like like three or four sentences. So I'll just read that as the you know what this movie is about. Um, commercial pilot Brody Torrance makes a successful emergency landing after his plane sustains critical damage from a storm. He soon realizes that the island he's landed on is Hello. a remote area of the Philippines ruled by heavily armed anti-government militias. A local militia leader finds the passengers and takes them hostage, intending to secure large ransoms for their families. When international rescue experts struggling to find their location are running out of time, Brody is left with no choice but to free a convicted murderer he was tasked with transporting and team up with him to save the passengers and find a way off the island. Uh... <laughs> Oh, also, this movie is directed by, uh, or I mean, it stars Gerard Butler, right? And, and the last movie was directed by a guy named Gerard, uh, Megan, the director of Megan. His name Mall is World. Uh, the name of this episode yeah, Ger- should Ger- be Gerard. Gerard Johnstone is the director of Megan. Um, yeah, maybe it should be guys yeah. named Gerard. Get it done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the year of Gerard. <laughs> Oh God! This thing, uh, the podcast, Gerard. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, we don't. We didn't address this at the beginning. I don't think, but we don't really have a name. So oh yeah, there's no. I, name. I guess when this goes up, like we will have a name, so people listening will know the name. But we don't have a name right now. Um. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say, like this, this is a movie for divorced middle-aged dads <laughs> to like project themselves on. To. Slightly estranged, like, but not too estranged relationships with their daughters. Just kind of, you know, distant, I guess. Yeah, like their daughter doesn't like their daughter has never said they hate them, but they might. They get that feeling that maybe their daughter hates and doesn't respect them, but they can't, right? Because that's daddy's little girl, and how could she ever uh, hate her old man <laughs> you know, after all the clothes and he buys for her, and you know she's still on his phone plan. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> daddy's little princess. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Daddy's anyway. little kitten. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's about like that. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's if you had an AI watch, uh, <laughs> watch five hundred boomer action movies, and then they would write this. Uh, <laughs> what did you guys say? 
It's the greatest movie I've ever seen. Oh yeah, phenomenal piece of art. I mean, every single scene just crafted with so much like pathos and you know intention <laughs> behind every frame. I mean, uh, like, uh, like I'm saying it now because I want it documented, you know, for posterity. Uh, in 20 years, this will be added to the uh, National Library of Congress or, or whatever it's called. That's it, right? You heard this movie. You couldn't even stay awake for this movie, my guy. Come no, on, I, get listen. Out okay, I wasn't like sleepy tired. <laughs> I was just, I was that tired. Like I wasn't falling asleep. Like I was very awake no, and you, aware. You didn't fall asleep. Uh, but I was very tired and like I had a headache. <laughs> my eyes hurt. Uh, you know, but it was. I mean, it was fine. It, it was exactly. <laughs> what you'd expect a movie called Plain to be, uh, I guess. It was, it was good. Um, <laughs> I, I had a more enjoyable experience uh, when I went to see Babylon a few weeks back, and I saw the trailer for this movie, and my buddy leaned over to me and was like, <laughs> wait, wait until you see what the title for this is. And so I go through, like, the whole two-minute trailer. I'm like, oh, this is going to be, like, Lost or, like, Crash or something. <laughs> and I just see in massive letters, plain. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, you know, in that experience, uh, you know, couldn't be topped by my actual experience watching the movie. So to do with that what you will. Uh, it was fine, though. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't bad by any means, I don't think. Mm-mm. I mean, unless it was, I don't know what you guys think. It is. If it was bad, you need, you need to tell me. Like, I don't know if it's. I don't know if something's bad. I don't know. Yeah, you don't have any taste. I don't have any taste. I like Rogue One. Like, how could I have taste? What did you think about it, Tori? I actually didn't like hate it or anything like that. Whatever that's worth. Uh, it is very by the numbers in like every single possible department that has ever existed in anything like this ever but um the name is a really good bit <laughs> i'm not gonna lie probably enhances my uh, <laughs> enjoyment of the movie um but uh it's just it's just it is what it is kind of movie uh it's you know exactly well it's not exactly what it says on the tin because <laughs> again it, you know it's called plane but um a bit more than that uh, there is a plane uh, i mean i liked i liked the characters kind of but uh I say that, let me... What do you like? Let me qualify <laughs> that statement. Did you like that he loved his daughter? I just liked that he was a pirate I just didn't have anything trailer. wrong with them. I didn't have anything wrong with them. They had, like, understandable motivations. They weren't bad. I mean, they weren't awful. Um, one thing I will say that I really didn't like about the movie, and I don't think, I think really, in, in my opinion, the worst part about it is... Um, and there were parts of it that I enjoyed because I liked the crisis guy for like at least his first few. Like I liked that line he has 
what does he call him? He's just something stupid. It's, oh it's, yeah, he he's kind of yeah he just, I I don't know yeah that character just is like coming in like insulting like dumb characters he's kind of like the audience almost yeah like, yeah you fucking he's... dumbass why did you do because in the beginning of the movie they're like Gerard Butler is like I don't there's a storm like you want me to fly through the storm <laughs> and then the airline people are just like fly over it bro you're in a plane and then the plane goes down and the guy's like. Why the fuck did you guys tell him to fly over the storm? That was fucking stupid. Like, is that is that what they do at airlines? Like, if there's a storm, like, <laughs> just go over it, man. If that's your. Uh, if that's the best plane you've got, probably. If your if your best pilot is a canceled Scotsman. I yeah, I guess that's true. I guess this was like a. It was kind of it was set up. It was like a cheap airline, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he he got canceled for for defending him. Like I, I yeah, I don't know. It was a that's, weird. That was a weird thing. thing. Like, he got canceled for something that no one would get canceled for. But because this movie is like for boomer dads, like they he couldn't have got canceled for something that was actually like cancelable. Mm-hmm. So like it had it had to be like a scenario where clearly one hundred percent no questions asked. He is in the right, and he handled the situation how a man of his skill could handle it. <laughs> you know, there was a guy, there's a, someone on the plane. They're, like, screaming at other passengers. He comes out, and he's like, uh, could you guys, like, could you settle down, like, go back to your seat? And this guy just punches him. So then Gerard Butler just punches him back and then chokes him out. And that's it. And if that happened in real life, that would blow up on Twitter, and it would be, like, Watch awesome airline pilot choke out like crazy passenger. Like no one would be mad at him. Because I mean, the, especially because like the pilot is like a big fat white guy. Like it's like the least sympathizable person that you could possibly like, from from a visual perspective. Oh, like you mean, you a giant the, the hmm? passenger. Yeah, okay. it was a giant yeah. sweaty white man. Like <laughs> like I I I I looked at that guy and I was like that guy. <laughs> That guy's on the on the registry. Like, there's no way in hell he's not. Like, he had it coming to him. But, and they had that. They had the gall to have that guy say that because it is what you're saying. They needed something for the boomer dads because that guy turns around. And he goes, "I like this guy." Yeah, like that. I was like for the his gym. <laughs> That's the thing. Like he was he was literally talking for the boomers. Like he came in and like told off the scientist. That was for all the boomers who watched the weather and. They're like, oh, it's not going to rain today. And then it rains. And they're like, what the fuck? That fucking weatherman don't know what he's talking about. That's- oh, yeah, that's what he said. He, he said, what, what, what are you, a meteorologist or something? Oh, oh funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny, but not that funny. <laughs> not that funny. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. It, I feel like the the fact that this, the idea that this movie was for boomers was, like, too much for me. It, like permeated throughout the entire movie and i just couldn't help but to like look at everything in the movie through that perspective and therefore i enjoyed it less than you guys i think maybe based on (laughs) based on how it sounds just because like i don't know i just kept thinking about like i don't i don't like the reasons they wrote certain scenes and, and, and things like that and and I think it's like actually a pretty cool like prim because it, it's like Far Cry. It's, right? it it's been Far Cry. It, it's been done before. Like I'm sure it's been done in uh, movies before Far Cry, but um, 
Like I don't I don't know. Like <laughs> before I didn't the think famous they were... film Far Cry by Uwe uh, <laughs> Boll or however you say his name. Yeah, that that's a masterpiece of a of a movie. Um, I actually kind of want to watch that. But anyway, they they never did a. Like they didn't show the they didn't like use the island in any like creative ways. Like there were never any like cool you know I I don't know I'm just thinking of like cool like jungle action scenes where it's like the the scenery you know the setting is like well, really important yeah. it's really cool because it it's is like it that. is what would Far Cry do and they don't do any of those things. Yeah, you you, you don't get to exactly the, the the villain is just like the most like bland, vaguely racist, generic. Uh, <laughs> I don't know Filipino Jared Leto is what, is what I think James <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that that's but, yeah I mean that's but good. like he wasn't like charismatic there was nothing he didn't no they just tell you he's charismatic they couldn't even afford to do the thing where it's like they give the villain like one little trait that way you're like oh he's that you know like he didn't have an eye patch <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know he could have had an eye patch he had a lot of hair uh, he had long hair yeah uh and like that's uh, the ultimate villain of all boomer dad you didn't get to know like the like the, I, I guess the only people you really see on the island are like the militia it's again it's what would far cry do where you know the main character gets like you know learns some things from the the people who actually live on the island who are being like oppressed by the the militant uh you know yeah which would have been a far better angle to do than to have, like, the nonsensical, like, I, I know it's a tired phrase or whatever, but, but, like, it is like a deus ex machina thing to whip the... I know that makes sense. I know they would probably do that in that scenario. They'd probably bring in, like, a private military thing because you could probably hire, like, four dudes to oh, do yeah. a thing like that. Blackwater. But one, four dudes is still four dudes no matter how good they are at their job. And second, like... It just kind of took all the stakes out of it because once once they were there, I mean, like, fuck, like if if they'd actually had like a reasonable, you know, struggle still fighting because it's still just four dudes and maybe there would have been some stakes still. But these guys show up, and they just they fucking destroy them. Like they can't that's even true. do anything that happened... about it. <laughs> what when they show up? That's probably like still like 25 30 minutes before the movie it is like the start of the third act is when they i really thought the movie was over like they show up and just kill everyone and then grab Gerald butler and they're like let's go dude i'm like oh it's over they just got rescued that's kind of lame um yeah (laughs) um and, and there were the passengers and like i they all got like one well, not all. Some of them, like, I don't know how many passengers there were. Some of them got, like, one character trait. Like, there was bald asshole, who his whole character was just, he was an asshole. And then... He was John Malkovich. Yeah. Can you get, uh, I'm about to, I'm about to bring up the best character in the movie. Can you guys think of who it's going to be? I, I want to know if you guys remember. Gabe, do you remember the best character in the movie? Um, is Gabe here? Gabe just left, dude. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, who no, are you talking thinking. about? <laughs> the best character. You don't remember the best character in the movie? Uh, no. He had one thing that he could do very well. <laughs> are you are you just talking about Mike Coulter? 
No, okay. I'm talking about the guy who can drive anything. Bro. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, best character in the movie. I, I can't believe I forgot. He, he can could. drive anything. <laughs> he could literally drive. I thought it would be so funny if, like, once the military dudes got on that bus, they told him to, like, get out of the seat. He's like, all right, buddy, get up. We're driving. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they let him drive. They're like, get out of here, man. No, they they took one look at him and knew he could drive anything. Yeah, they were like, oh, man, this guy? Yeah. He's just brimming with confidence. For anyone who's still listening and hasn't seen Plane, which I don't know I, I don't know what you're doing still listening, but also I don't know what you're doing not having seen Plane yet. Uh, uh yeah, there's just the it's just one of the passengers, right? And I don't think he does he even have a like has he even said anything up until this point? He's just like been in the background. I don't I don't think he has a single line before that. Yeah, like I don't he hadn't seen he hadn't said anything. And they're getting away on a bus and they're like who's going to drive the bus? And he sits down and says, "Don't worry, I can drive anything." <laughs> uh <laughs> couldn't drive a plane though because uh gerard was the only one who could do that that's yeah that's that's his thing it is like boomer dad who's good at one thing that's kind of you know he's starting to outlive almost you know it's moving on past him got an ipad now i guess pocket i don't know but they wanted me to think Well, Gabe, you, you brought up Mike Coulter, who, like, you know, I, I guess if I'm not being goofy, was probably the best character. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What what did you think, Gabe, as, like, the the resident uh, Iron, or, no, uh, Luke Cage fan? Um, it, I mean, it did honestly make me want to see Mike Coulter in more things. Because, uh, you know, I don't really see him in anything. Uh... I don't know, he just, it, it feels, it, it felt really weird, like, he was there, you know, as, you know, Gerard Butler's, like, you know, almost kind of like his, co- uh, like, co-lead, and, like, that's kind of, it feels like that's how it's marketed, you know, for whatever marketing Plane had, uh, but he really, like, apart from doing, like, cool stuff, and, like, just being a cool guy, he doesn't, there's really not that much to him. Uh, he really, I don't know, it was kind of disappointing. I just, I wanted more, I guess. It felt kind of super empty. Which, I, I, I don't know. It's It feels weird to, like, oh, what did I expect? It's plain, but... I don't know. I thought, oh, he's like second in billing, you know, and he's like, he seemed like such a prominent, you know, part of the trailers and everything. I just thought there would be more done with his character, I guess, apart from just being cool guy who like, (laughs) he just shoots every, like he's just a crack shot and just a bad A. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it, I think there's something about them that middle-aged boomer dads who love their daughters just couldn't relate to for some reason. I yeah, know. I don't know what that could be. 
Um, oh no. No, that's a good point. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, you're all wrong. I mean, I, I I liked them. I'm not a boomer dad though, so. They did that thing at the end where they like kind of try to like fake out that they like try to make you think he was gonna take the money and just like abandon them. Yeah. But then like two minutes later he comes back and saves the day. But like he you're right, like he didn't really have a character. Like he nothing in the movie had really implied that that was the kind of guy he was who would just in fact completely the opposite. Like Gerald Butler is just like, We gotta go back and save the other passengers. And he's just like, Okay, let's go. Yeah. And he he, he just gets in the car and, and like I expected there to kind of be an arc where he was he was going to be kind of this like lone wolf like I just like this is my chance to get out. This is my chance to escape because that's what everyone thinks he's gonna do, mm-hmm. like the other passengers and stuff. But then, like instantly, he's down. Like like instantly, he he just saves Gerald Butler's life, and then he gets in the truck and he's like, "Yeah, let's go say, let's go like save the other passengers." I don't know. There was like no development or anything. Yeah, like, like that. The, the stuff with the money in the bag that would have been a better scene to have earlier in the movie. Yeah, like, like when, when he's actually when he's still when he, up like, in the air, <laughs> like yeah, and he doesn't even really come into the movie until like, uh, I mean, I don't know after they've crashed, like the second act or whatever. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. That plane shit went on for a long ass time. It could have been the second act for all I know. When they're on the plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's the thing is like I actually. I actually thought that when they were on the plane, I actually liked that. Bit. No, I and did. I did like it. But. I liked the I liked the action in the final act, but I feel like just the middle because that was is like far the majority cry. of the movie. Yeah, the hour long that is just bland boomer Far Cry. I thought was just like so bored. Like it wasn't worth it. You know, it wasn't worth it for like the few cool kills and the couple like kind of like cheesy but cool action lines. And I I don't know. <laughs> It was. I thought. It, I thought this movie was kind of bad. I thought it was like very mid, very painfully. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I get too I mad about I, it because it just doesn't really do anything. <laughs> you know, like there's not there's not much that I can point to that I thought it actively like did poorly. It's just stuff that I'm like. Well, you could have done that better, or it's like, I mean, that was a little odd, I guess, you know? That was a weird decision to make. I mean, again, the only thing I think they did poorly was I don't really think... I I, I think it would have been a much more interesting narrative if they did a Far Cry kind of thing. I know we keep saying that, but to have it be something with the local population, uh, like them working together and stuff like that... You know, you could have, like, a... You could have... Well, okay, why, why do we even... I mean, I love Coulter, right? I did enjoy him, but why do we need that guy? Why couldn't, like, that have been, like, a guy from the area who's trying to fight against the insurgents or whatever? Like, and you could switch that around so you don't make another... I mean, you don't make another white savior movie, right? By, like, you know him kind of being the reason they're able to do any of this stuff in the first place and 
they all just kind of fuck off, you know what I mean? And he accomplishes the stuff the other guy helps, which is really kind of what it was anyway, because that's what the mercenaries end up doing for him, you know? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that just would have been a bit more compelling. Then constantly, which I know that would happen, because it's a movie about a plane going down, but, like, constantly cutting back to those guys just in their fucking, like, room, talking about the plane, you know? I don't know. I didn't, like, the crisis center... You know, HQ for yeah. the plane company. Like, I didn't need I really, that. No, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't really care about about that stuff. I I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think it was worth watching on. <laughs> Gabe, I feel like you need to defend plane a little bit here. I'd... Come out swinging with some plane praise or something. <laughs> turn me or turn me around on plane. <laughs> I, I can't help me see the genius of Gerard. I can't. All I can do is recommend another Gerard Butler movie from a couple of years ago uh, called The Green Thing. Yeah, or Greenland. <clears throat> Movie's actually good. I will defend that movie. I have heard that's like an actually like a good disaster movie. Yeah, um, I was really surprised by it, but uh, I wasn't surprised by anything about Plane. Um, <laughs> i mean you you i think you have a point trevor like it doesn't really like i, I think it does some stuff bad but yeah it doesn't do anything like where it's like oh my god this is awful so like i don't know like if you like this kind of movie like i would say go see it you know, you know what i mean if you like boomer action movies <laughs> yeah like i'm not i'm not here to hate on boomers okay like they deserve wish fulfillment too we're gonna be boomers um, someday yeah at this point, sooner rather than later. <laughs> so, like, if you, yeah, if you're a boomer or you just, like, enjoy boomer action movies, I would say definitely go see this movie. But I think that's, like, the only person who would actually, like, think this movie is really good. Um, and that's all I have to, I don't really have much else to say about Plane. <laughs> Missed opportunity to watch a movie with my dad. They're gonna go see Plane. <laughs> <laughs> I watched nonstop with my dad, so it's clearly he's the target demographic. Um, What's that? That's another movie about. It's another boomer action movie about a plane. Uh, oh, is that the one with uh, Liam yes. Neeson? Yes. And there's like a bomb. I've seen. Yes. I watched that movie with <laughs> maybe my dad. I don't famous, remember. I fa- famous, famous, uh, racially motivated vigilante Liam Neeson. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I did, because my dad didn't like Boomer movie. I don't know who I saw that with, but I saw it in theaters with someone. It was Trevor and his dad. That was me. <laughs> You're my dad. <laughs> You're my uh, dad. The only one of your dads <laughs> I've, I've seen a movie with is... <laughs> only seen a movie with Bram's dad. Oh, uh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. I've seen one with his dad as well. Can't believe that. It was ex machina, right? Like, God. Yeah. What an interesting anyway. decision. <laughs> uh, you guys have anything else to say about playing before we give it give it our scores? Plane. 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 Planes are plane. Plane. Cool. How 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 the super... how the plane find how the how the plane fly like that? How the plane <laughs> how the plane well, get Trevor, up? Well, it's not actually flying; it's gliding. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right, shut the fuck up. 
What would you um, give plane? I'd hit. I think I'd. I think I'm gonna have to hit plane with a four. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like part of me. I, part of me thinks I could give it a five and, and feel fine with that, but I don't know. I, I've given a lot of movies five recently that I would that I enjoyed more than Plane, and it doesn't feel right to give Megan a six and Plane a five because Megan was something that I actually got enjoyment out of, mm-hmm. and Plane was not. <laughs> so yeah, four for me. See, ultimately, I kind of agree with you, Aaron, but I gave Megan a seven, so I can definitely just like give me like a five, which is what I'm giving it. Yeah, same. I'm going with a five. All right. Yeah, well, that was uh, that was our first two movies that we talked about on this podcast. So, I, I don't, I don't think we did anything at the. I don't think we explained at all in the beginning, like how this will work but you know how me and trevor used to do it is uh basically at the end of each episode we'd uh pick out what pick we one of us would it would alternate by weeks we'd pick which movie we'd cover next week um so i guess we can do that now and i I, we're gonna keep it that way it's just you know there's three of us now um and we didn't really talk about who picks who picks first so what what do you guys want to do oh We could do like seniority. We could go. So, so me? Yeah, I mean, it would make you. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> and then Gabe second, then me last, but you know. Okay, sure. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I have one actually. Um. All right. Well, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna recommend next week uh, the movie uh, Raging Bull. Uh. 1980, Martin Scorsese. Uh on hbo max so you know you guys can watch it anyone listening can can watch it and come back next week for when we talk about it i've never actually watched that yeah neither neither of you guys have seen have seen it right i've never seen it it. okay i think i am a boom (laughs) i think i am a guy Um, that watches playing we used to have a rule that like we couldn't recommend a movie that anyone had seen, but I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lot of movies and that's tough. It just some doesn't... like, yeah, like some of them I really want to rewatch and then others. It's like, I really want to hear your guys thoughts on. So I don't know if we should stick with that, but for raging bull, at least none of us have seen it. So, so there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, what else do we do at the end? We plug stuff? I don't, we don't really have... We don't really have anything to plug because then we don't know what the show is going to be called. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess we all have a letterbox, yeah. but... I'll just put that... I'll put those in the description or <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't have a Twitter to plug anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I do have a Twitter, but that's for watching the memes you guys send. You know, yeah. pornography. So. I guess really the only <laughs> people that has anything to plug is Gabe. He's got the uh, the Twitch going on. Um, <laughs> of, course, of course, he's got the anime podcast that he's doing on the side um, with Andrew. We, we have our uh, we have our Stardom uh, podcast coming soon. Oh, 
Yeah, uh, what? The Stars of Star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Road to Star. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, alright, Trevor, go ahead and end the episode with your classic catchphrase and your classic, uh, outro. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a bit you're doing, but, like, I, I honestly can't remember if I did say something before. Uh, Glormy Noggin. I hate (laughs) (laughs) Glormy Noggin, my friends. Yeah, no, we can we can workshop that. No, that's good. That's good. No, that's you did in the first one, so it's gonna stick now. Oh, I'd I'd really rather not. You're gonna be saying that with a big smile. (laughs) Uh, Believe me, I was not smiling every single week. (laughs) I was grimacing, really. If anything, I was <laughs> sneering. And... <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and end my recording. Fine, fine, fine.